Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast and for this episode we have with us Jasmine Norris. Jasmine is the Director for Human Resources and Culture at E-Simplicity and she's based in the US. Hi Jasmine, thank you for joining us. Hello, thank you for having me. We're so grateful to have you. So uh, to begin with, could you please tell us through your career journey so far? My career journey, wow. Um so I've been in HR over 25 years and I actually started out doing more of the IT side and it just wasn't for me. I felt that I was only dealing with people in bad situations or um and I just wanted to be more involved. So then I um started working for a small company and uh doing more office management work moved into the HR generalist and manager role uh then I went to a larger company um where I became you know more involved as an HR manager and then in private sectors as well as government contracting um a little over 25 years now amazing so uh, as we're talking about the future of work and you know what what are the current relevant trends in the industry and stuff so what do you think uh, are the changing talent requirements in an increasingly hybrid work culture because now we're saying people are working from home and they also seem to work from office so it sort of makes it both terms um, and what are some of the finest strategies that can enable a healthy work culture at a workplace or in an organization So that's, I think it's a huge question when we talk about culture, right? And I was just speaking to my colleagues um, at work last week about culture because that's something that everyone believes that the company really owns, but in reality, or companies, the leaders within the company owns. And I pushed back and I challenged, you know, my coworkers and said, um, we all own this. Uh, a company's culture is based upon the people that work there True. and so to me a company can put out as much you know a leadership can put out as much information as possible or we're going to do this or we're going to you know drive this particular culture you know we want it to be this way but if we don't have employees to participate to birth that culture then it doesn't make a difference. So I have been challenging the leaders and the employees to to be more involved. So employees have to be engaged, you know, in order to have a, a good culture. And what does that mean to have a good culture is satisfaction of work that they're doing, um, you know, activities that we may have within the company and also respecting what the employees actually have going on outside of work. So to me, when you respect what everyone has going out doing outside of work, then I believe they will be more willing to, you know, give more when they are at work because they're like, "Oh, they don't just respect me as, 
what I can produce, but respect me as a human. So I'm, I, w- I will give more. So culture does not necessarily mean it's driven by leadership. It it's totally takes everyone to build a good culture because, you know, if you and I work side by side and we're not in leadership, it's how do we get along? How are we now, you know, bringing in a new hire to join our team and our group? And are we treating them with respect? Are we, you know, engaging with them? That's part of culture. And so, yeah, every I believe everyone owns culture. And I think we got to change the narrative <clears throat> that it's not just company driven, but it's also employee driven and engagement as well. Yeah, I mean, very correctly pointed out that it's not just something which is limited to leadership, but at the same time, it's also the employees or people working in the organization, like everyone working in the organization who is in remotely associated with it, who actually weave the organization culture. So it's so important, yes. you know, the synergy has to be there in all terms. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. Yeah. So as we transition into a hybrid workplace, how can organizations build an inclusive work culture? I mean, inclusivity is sort of like the buzzword as we hear it a lot these days. So uh, how can we, you know, have the correct amount of employee engagement and everybody has a level level playing field, as we say? I think one, hearing the voice, um, allowing people to be, uh, to have a voice. And so when we talk about, you know, inclusiveness, right, you can have everyone there, but if their voice isn't heard, then you have nothing. And so that's extremely important. But not only having a voice, but also taking the moment to be engaged when someone is actually speaking to you and that they understand that, oh, they care. They're listening. They are, you know, I'm not just, my words aren't going on deaf ears. Um, And then from there, what you do is if an employee doesn't see any type of change or action from what they are sharing, then they're going to stop sharing. And so there's no type of, and you're not included when, you know, you're saying, oh, we want to hear you're hearing, but then there's no change or there's no feedback or no type of touch point that an employee can say, well, why did you ask me? You know, so then an employee is going to say, you're not respecting my time. Um, you don't really hear me. You really don't care what I have to say because I have said certain things or you've heard from a certain group of people about the same type of topic, but then there's no change. So I think that what we could do is truly, if we're asking the question or we're saying that people are included in the culture or included in uh, helping make change, then we really have to give feedback when we hear what employees are saying. It's so important. If, if you don't really care, then don't ask the question. It's, it's no reason to have them think you care by asking and then we don't execute on anything that they have suggested. Yeah, very, very accurately said. I mean, it has to be like two ways. I mean, it just can't be limited to, okay, only the leadership is looking out for it as we spoke in the last question itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, right. we, we, if we, we don't get the employees buy-in, then wh- what are we doing? True. So now talking about the other buzzword, that is the technology. So what te- top technology trends do you think will catch up as organizations adapt to the new world of working? 
<laughs> of course, you know, the AI is definitely the hot topic right now um, and, and really trying to ensure, one, that you are recognizing that it's there and that you're open to employees actually using it, but also ensuring that you put parameters around it where you're not putting your product in a situation where it's uh, it, it's not original information in a sense, or, you know, it's copywritten or something like that. So you have to have those protections um, because everyone's just so excited about it right now. Um, and it is a situation where it could make a l- things go a little easier, you know, flow a lot better uh, and, and get work done um, quicker. But you also still have to have your due diligence and that quality assurance that we're not putting ourselves in jeopardy from copywritten uh, documents or something like that or product um, when we are now using it to help us, you know, work a little faster or produce uh, anything that we may be doing. So I, I definitely think that while something is good, it, it's like the new shiny toy, but we still have to make sure that we are doing our due diligence when using it. Very true. So now talking about the HR aspect to technology, I mean, we also see technology coming into the picture when it comes from the HR point of view, mm-hmm. you know, be it in terms of recruiting, uh, a lot of companies have now started using for the initial screening and stuff. So how do you see like the technology taking over the human resource aspect in the organization? So I still feel that you need that human aspect. That's the key word in human resources, because once again, the actual um how can I say it? You you don't want to have a situation that due diligence where, you know, they're making a decision about a candidate or um, an employee and they don't really have all the data because you still have to understand the why or, you know, um, something is happening. So ensuring that there's just parameters. I'm not a big fan yet. I mean, because it's new for especially on candidates that they could possibly be disqualified through an AI protocol because one is new technology, you know, the laws around it uh, isn't going to protect us in a sense. So we still need to do our due diligence. So it's like, don't get so excited too quickly with new technology until certain laws catch up with being able to combat certain technologies. So we still need to make sure that we are doing what we're supposed to be doing when we're looking at candidates and sourcing or disqualifying or moving them to the next stage that they actually qualify for the positions as well as, you know, other information once they are an employee, you know, that we are doing performance reviews and we're we're still being engaged and we're not um, using that as a tool to we're not machines, you know, so let's not lean on that as much. Yeah, very true. And I was just reading, I think, one of the articles in which they have mentioned the technology could be like, if we talk about specifically AI, then it can play only two roles. I mean, either it can replace people or it can be an enabler. How do you see it going? I mean, do you think that there could be a possibility of certain jobs being replaced? I'm not talking about all jobs, but certain, obviously. And, or it can... How can we enable technology really have to speak about it? So that's a good question, because if you look at time, technology has definitely shifted, you know, how we actually work. 
you know, um, from having an HRMS system versus having personnel files and, and cabinets. So, you know, some when I first started out, you know, you had a small um, group of companies who may have used an HRMS system. Everyone else was still using paper and folders and things like that and had hundreds of cabinets to put those folders in. And now you may have one cabinet with miscellaneous information in there in reference to employees. So I think it's just more about shifting. I don't think that it will necessarily take over in a sense. I hope that it will ensure that people are more efficient and, you know, that way we can grow, you know, personally, um, we can be more of an asset in different areas for a company um, because of our expertise. And so therefore, I just really see it as more enhancing um, versus um, actually taking away because you still have to do the work. You know, AI can only do with so much. It, it's humans that's actually putting in the information and asking the question. They spit out whatever and you need someone to execute it. So we're not there of them executing yet. And, and once again, still making sure that we are protected and, you know, we're not just we're taking it with a grain of salt right now. True. So, I mean, I'm just going to talk about uh, the macro environment now. So we've been reading a lot about how, you know, things have been a little topsy-turvy, specifically talking about the U.S. and Europe. I mean, we see like a layer of recession coming where there are some layoffs being happening and some in line. So how do you see, I mean, as, as an HR professional, if you have a look at it, do you think that is, is there like something like a cat out of the bag or something sort of situation? Or is it just like a momentary thing just happening and it will somehow like get back in place? Of course. So it's trends and, and nothing is new under the sun, right? This this happens, you know, where it's, it's once again, the new shiny uh, a toy where the industry is like, oh, IT, 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 IT. And, you know, social media helps drive certain um, things as well. And so everyone is in IT and everything is going on. But it's just a situation where I think it's just, I won't say course correcting, that's that's not the right word, but it's just where we are and it happens, it's the highs, it's the lows and, you know, things will turn back around just a few years ago. It was an employee market, you know, where employees were pretty much writing their own ticket and, you know, because a lot of people were now becoming entrepreneurs. They were, you know, uh, you know, the trend of the great resignation. So that was that. And then you had, then it was the quiet quitting and that's still kind of going on right now. And now you have where, oh my goodness, we needed those talents. So we, you know, companies were probably just hiring, 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 hiring because they didn't know what was going to happen. So it's a possibility that they didn't really uh, do a good job at workforce planning based upon what their workload was or their projects were. And so it's like, oh, we, we have too much. And that's the unfortunate part because when they do that, you know, it's, it's livelihoods that we are looking at and things like that. And, and me as an HR professional, I take that very personal, um, just making sure that we're making the right decisions and we're not over hiring 
and that we're not under hiring to burn out the current employees. You have to find that balance and, and have some forecasting done and, and be realistic because to bring someone on and knowing that, you know, you really don't have the work long term, it's not a responsible leadership. Very true. And I mean, well, let's all hope for uh, better working days, I mean, better days to mm-hmm. come. So, Absolutely. Yes. So with this, we come to the end of this podcast. Thank you, Jasmine, for joining us. It was truly, yes. truly a great delight to have you and to get to know your perspective on different things. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Yes.